This episode of the All About Nothing podcast is brought to you by GOT Sound Studio. GOT Sound Studio offers a variety of experiences, music, voice, and instrumental recording and production, video, and still photography. GOT Sound Studio has all of your media needs met. Owned and operated by Dominique Stewart, the Neek the Geek, experienced artists as well as up-and-coming will find everything they need to create. Bring your media needs to one of the most talented producers and engineers in the business, Neek the Geek. You can find details by visiting gotsoundstudio.com or calling 803-243-2302. You can also find links in the Friends of the Pod section of our website. Visit theallaboutnothing.com. Recorded live, this is the All About Nothing podcast. The views expressed on this program are the opinions of the host. Some content and subject matter may not be appropriate. Listener discretion is advised. Listeners are encouraged to follow the show at theallaboutnothing.com for links to social media and more. Listeners can call the show at 803-672-0533. Thank you for listening. Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of the All About Nothing Podcast Shorts. I am Bear Gruber, and uh, of course, these are gap fill episodes, so we're either off this week or we had more information that we wanted to talk about on the show but didn't get an opportunity because, well, to be quite honest with you, last week's episode, if you haven't listened to it yet, was quite a doozy. Uh, we uh, had Ami Bland, who is the hostess of a TikTok series called Cocktails, where she discusses uh, charitable things and, and, and things that people do uh, around the world to benefit other people, uh, help other people out, that sort of thing. So she did that on our show as well. Um, and, uh, and of course, last week was kind of a big week with Roe vs. Wade. I mean, that was that 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 took that took a lot out of us. And uh, uh, so we didn't have an opportunity to do something that we were going to do. And in that, I was going to discuss uh, basically a deep dive into North Carolina Representative Madison Cawthorn. So I'm going to take that opportunity to do it now. So David Madison Cawthorn was born August 1st, 1995, which for the most part is a good birthday month. I know several people that were born in August and they're not homophobic, sociopathic or misogynistic. It makes him currently the youngest member of Congress at the age of 26. He was preceded by Mark Meadows, whom I'm sure you remember was Donald Trump's chief of staff up until the end, and was the guy that released more than 2,000 text messages that he received between the election day and the insurrection day. Now, Cawthorn, if you've seen him, is in his wheelchair. Now, despite what he wants you to believe, he was not injured as a soldier or anything patriotic like that. Cawthorn was injured uh, while returning to North Carolina from spring break in Florida. He was riding passenger with both feet on the dashboard of the BMW X3 SUV when the driver, Bradley Ledford, fell asleep at the wheel and collided with a concrete barrier. Now, from this point, there's a couple different stories. Cawthorn states that he has no memory of the collision, but Ledford stated that he pulled Cawthorn from the vehicle after the accident. Cawthorn says that he was declared dead at the scene, but the official report says that he was unconscious. Officially, he has been diagnosed as being partially paralyzed and now has become completely dependent on the wheelchair for mobility, suspiciously for the optics. Cawthorn was nominated to attend the Naval Academy by then-Representative Mark Meadows, but according to Cawthorn, says the accident derailed his plans of attending. Now, unfortunately, this is another falsehood and was created by Cawthorn, as he was actually rejected by the Naval Academy before the accident occurred. That's the Academy's official statement on the matter. So he settled for his second pick, Patrick Henry College, where he maintained a D average and then dropped out 
Again, he blamed the accident for his low grade, saying, you know, suffering from a brain injury after the accident definitely, I think, slowed down my brain uh, a little bit, made me less intelligent. And then he, uh, and the pain also made reading and studying very difficult. He also said that he was suffering from severe heartbreak after his fiance broke up with him. It's important to note he did bounce back fairly quickly and marry Christina Bayardelle. I know I'm going to mess that name up. I apologize. But uh, he did in December of 2020 before he took his seat in Congress. But one year later, of course, they've announced their divorce. Cawthorn also claimed that he trained to compete in the 2020 Summer Paralympics. Despite the denial of the U.S. Paralympic team, citing they had no record of Cawthorn competing at any qualifying levels, and he was in no way associated with the team. He has made the claim that this was uh, politically, uh, that, that his political views spurred their denials. In his campaign for 2020, several women accused him of sexually aggressive behavior, sexual misconduct, and sexual assault. Katrina Krolikos described an incident where when she was 17 and Cawthorn was 19, in which he pressured her to sit on his lap and attempted to kiss her forcibly twice, which she resisted. Cawthorn did not deny the allegations, but said, quote, I did try to kiss her, but very normal, just a flirtatious way, end quote, adding, quote, if I did make her feel unsafe, I feel bad, end quote, but questioned the timing of the allegations. He later claimed that her allegations were politically motivated, which she denied. Shortly after, three other women made allegations of sexual misconduct against Cawthorn, including the forcibly grabbing and kissing. One woman said Cawthorn called her, quote, just a little blonde, slutty American girl, end quote, when she rejected his sexual advances. In October of 2020, a group of Patrick Henry College released uh, alumni released a public letter accusing Cawthorn of sexually predatory behavior while he was a student there for a little more than one semester, as well as a vandalism uh, and lying charge. The letter had 10 signatories uh, originally, but the number increased to over 150 alumni in less than a week. Cawthorn claimed that most of the signers did not know him personally, and his campaign posted a response letter to support uh, of him signed by six alumni, two of whom work for Cawthorn's campaign. Cawthorn's response letter implied support by former Patrick Henry College president Michael Ferris, to which Ferris disavowed the support letter and asked that he not be associated with it. A February 2021 BuzzFeed News investigation found 20 people who had said that Cawthorn had harassed his female classmates during college. The reporter spoke to four women who said that they had been harassed by him. It was alleged that Cawthorn often recklessly drove women in his car to remote areas off campus while asking the sexual favors question. Uh, he would he would ask them and, and he would call these, these off-campus uh, travels, I guess. He would call them the fun drives. Two of the RAs at the school said that they had warned women to avoid Cawthorn and not to ride in his car. A male acquaintance said Cawthorn bragged about pulling a woman onto his lap and putting a finger between her legs. Now, if all of this wasn't enough to place him on America's most sociopathic, in February of 2021, Cawthorn was cited by TSA agents at the Asheville airport for attempting to bring a non-loaded Glock 9mm handgun and fully loaded magazine onto the flight with his carry-on. Then, just last month, he was cited again for trying to do the same thing, only this time the handgun was actually fully loaded. In both, he claimed that he was, he meant to stow the gun. Now, in March of this year, Cawthorn was charged with driving while his license was revoked and while two speeding tickets were pending. He also has a May 2022 court date uh, in which he faces possible jail time. A 2017 charge of driving uh, on a revoked license was dismissed. 
And then just last month, Senator Tom Tillis uh, called for an investigation into possible insider trading, stating that Cawthorn purchased an anti-Biden cryptocurrency, quote, let's go Brandon, the title's a little on the nose if you ask me, uh, purchasing it without disclosing it as a as Congress member must do, violating congressional rules of the Stock Act. I say all this to say that Madison Cawthorn currently leads in the <laughs> currently leads in the North Carolina 11th district by 20 points over his closest Republican challenger. To note, there have been other allegations about Cawthorn that have come to light in the last few weeks. Photographs of him recently uh, revealed that he was wearing women's lingerie. Now he claims that these were part of a contest on a cruise as well as a video of his crotch being touched by his congressional aide. Now, there are reported allegations of Venmo transaction notes as well. In several Venmo payments, Cawthorn is alleged to have sent his close aide, Stephen Smith, which have not been verified by Newsweek or, or any other outlets, but that the congressman added notes reading, quote, getting naked for me in Sweden, the stuff we did in Amsterdam, the quickie at the airport, and breaking and entering, end quote. Other alleged Venmo payments Smith sent to Cawthorn included messages such as for loving me daily and nightly and, quote, nudes, end quote. And Cawthorn is currently leading in the polls by 20 points over his closest challenger for the Republican nomination. And I don't want it to seem that I went looking for dirt. I did go looking like Marjorie Taylor Greene when I did her in-depth dive. I did attempt to find something that could be recognized as redeeming or would offset the sociopathic uh, tendencies that I that, that, that this describes. And, and after trying to verify several stories that were posts on Facebook, campaign messages, not a single one of them could be verified in any way. And it would be irresponsible of me to report something uh, without the possibility of showing resources. So there you have it. Madison Cawthorn, representative of North Carolina's 11th district, is, in my opinion, not the type of person that North Carolina should probably pick to represent them. Madison Cawthorn has a history of sexual aggressive acts. He has a history of lying. He has a history of uh, wanting people to believe that he is someone that he is not. And I feel like even in the wake of his reported lie of congressional uh, members having cocaine-fueled sex orgies, that they will still take him in. He will still be a Republican congressman because all they want are the numbers. And Madison Cawthorn, despite the fact that he doesn't fit the conservative bill, he does fit in the numbers. And that's all that's important. Thank you for listening to this episode of the All About Nothing podcast. Shorts, I'm Barrett Gruber. We'll be joined next week by Coase, as he's got a big CD release coming up May 18th. So we'll be discussing that. And uh, thank you for listening. Everybody stay safe and have a great week. To support the show, please visit theallaboutnothing.com for links to social media, merchandise, and more. Become a patron of the show by following the Patreon link at the top of our page. The All About Nothing podcast is an entertainment product of Barrett Gruber. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share. Thank you for listening. The All About Nothing podcast is a member of the GOT Podcast Network.